0: Five Minute Myths. The year is 1970. It was October in Paulding, Michigan, a town in the Upper Peninsula. Amy and some of her friends were getting coffee one weekend when they overheard a group of boys from school talking about something weird they saw in the nearby valley. Amy didn't know what they were talking about, but they were acting so strange that she had to ask. The boys looked around at each other before answering, and one said, are you sure? It's kind of freaky, and I don't want to scare you. Amy and her friends stood up a little straighter and righteously claimed that they were hardly afraid of anything. What could be out there that could be so scary? All right, the boy said. We won't tell you, but we'll show you. Come with us to the valley tonight. Some of the girls told them to get lost. They thought the boys were just trying to get a date, but Amy was actually curious, and the boys seemed sincere. That night, Amy went with them to the valley. They laid on a stretch of grass that overlooked the valley floor, waiting as the sun went down. It was here last night and the night before, the boys promised. We'll see it now. Amy was starting to doubt them when suddenly she heard some rustling in the brush right where the boys had anticipated. She saw the leaves part and out came a glowing blue light, like a ghostly lantern, creeping along the floor of the valley. It was floating like someone was holding it, tripping, putting out the light, and then relighting it as the holder carried it along. The eerie part was, nobody was holding it. Is that? Is that a ghost? Amy whispered in disbelief. I don't wanna say yes, but what else could it be? One of the boys said. Suddenly they heard an owl cry behind them and the kids all jumped out of their skin. They realized they were all a little on edge and even though they could still see the lantern tripping and relighting, walking farther away from them, they wanted to go home. They dropped Amy off at her house. It was really late and she tried to sneak in so her parents wouldn't hear her, but they were waiting in the living room. We were so worried about you. Where did you just come from? Asked her mother eagerly. Amy told them everything. She knew it would probably be hard to believe, but maybe they would understand. To her surprise, both of her parents seemed to relax. We heard about the ghost in the valley, they told Amy. Nobody knows what it is yet. People are calling it the Wanderlite. This is 5-Minute Myths with your host, Elena Naborowski. The Wonder light was first seen in 1966 by a group of teenagers in Paulding, Michigan in the Upper Peninsula. They reported it to the police, who went to the scene and saw the lights for themselves. Soon, everyone knew it was there, and it could be witnessed almost every night, but nobody knew what it was. What they saw was a blue-green ball of light disappearing and reappearing throughout the valley. It was about the size of a softball, but not perfectly round. Some people said it looked like a lantern, others saw wings in the shape and called it a fairy. One of its most popular names throughout cultures is the will-o'-wisps. This creature pervades human civilizations, appearing all around the United States from the U.P. to Texas, Thailand, Scotland, Ireland, and Norway. Naturally, regional folklore has sought to explain these mysterious beings and figure out why they haunt their particular neighborhoods. Like I mentioned earlier, some people call it a fairy, but fairies in other countries are not the nice Tinkerbell sort that Americans think of. Other cultures have what were previously known as furlies — evil or mischievous spirits trying to lead people into dangerous situations. If someone traveling at night followed these wanderlites, they might find themselves terribly lost and unable to find their way home. In Paulding, Michigan, they have some specific ideas for what the ghost might have been doing when it died. The first legend says that it was a railroad worker hurt by a train in the valley. He wanders around every night, still doing his job. The final theory is that it's a grandparent seeking their lost grandchild who ran away into the valley and never returned. They frequently trip and fall, which extinguishes their lantern, and they have to relight it as they get up so they can keep looking for their lost loved one. Scientists have examined this phenomenon, wondering if there could be a natural explanation to the supernatural experience. In their studies, they have found a possible explanation. They say that this lantern-like, blue-green light is the result of chemiluminescence, This means, as biological organisms decay in places like valleys or swamps, they release phosphine and methane, which oxidize in their new environment, causing them to glow. Once the oxidation reaction is finished, the chemicals stop glowing. This release of gas, the gas's oxidation, and the completion of the reaction make it look like the lantern is being lit and extinguished as something stumbles through the valley. These wander lights certainly exist, but is the scientific explanation the entire story? Is there a reason most human civilizations perceive them as negative? Maybe it's the decay that they find around the wisps, assuming that the wisps cause the decay. All we know is that they're real, and we can guess that we probably shouldn't follow them. This has been 5-Minute Myths with your host, Elena Nabarowski, on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.